So you're thinking about running, but not sure how to take the first step. My name's Brian Patterson, and I'm here to help. Welcome to Brian's Run Pod with me, Brian Patterson. This is a podcast about my journey with running. I know what you're going to say. Not another running podcast or another podcast. Well, hopefully this will be a little bit different to other kinds of running podcasts that are already out there. As I said, I just wanted to do a podcast about my journey with running, plus to go over some of the technical aspects about running. So for this first podcast, I just wanted to go about the why as to why I'm doing it. Well, one of the reasons that I'm doing this podcast is that I have always wanted to learn how to produce a podcast. I produced one before, and that was about five years ago. By the way, that was about computer programming. Well, back to this episode. I've listened to a few running podcasts, and although they are very good with lots of tips and experts, they don't really speak to me. What I mean is that They're talking to those that have run at least all the major marathons at least twice. You know, Boston, New York, London, Paris, Munich, and have a PB of 10K of 10 kilometers of 45 minutes and have done a park run in 20 minutes. Okay, I know, I might be exaggerating a little bit. Plus, I know they might not deliberately be doing this. Anyhow, I've never done a marathon. And I don't particularly want to do one. My best 10k is about an hour and 10 minutes. And my current 5k time for the park run is about 33 minutes. Anyway, so not very fast. If you're slower, don't worry about it. But I hope the next few weeks will at least arm you with some knowledge of how to vary your training. What are the main reasons that you might be thinking before taking the first step? I just wanted to to do a bit of a proviso here that obviously you need to check with your doctor before you take up any form of exercise. So if you are a little worried in any way that this might have an adverse effect on your health, then please check with your GP. Let us look into the different reasons as to why. A, well, number one would be mental health, de-stressing from everyday life, that endorphin rush you get when you after your workout, much better sleep, general well-being. Now, there's overwhelming evidence that many different sources from many different sources that running is a great for improving your health. Active.com, believe it or not, say that running is actual great way of increasing your overall level of health. Research shows that running can raise your levels of good cholesterol while also helping you to increase lung function and use. In addition, running can also boost your immune system and lowering your risk of developing blood clots. Last but not least, boosting your confidence. Not all the benefits of running are physical, so running can provide you with a noticeable boost in confidence and self-esteem. By setting and achieving goals, you can give yourself a greater sense of empowerment that will leave you feeling much happier. 
They'll tell you that basically that there are many benefits in terms of keeping running, keeping up running. I know it's not for everyone, but I just wanted to just sort of go over some of the reasons why I do it. And then hopefully it might prompt you into putting on those trainers. I think the first thing is, is that it's a great way to de-stress. Mental health is very topical these days. If you're having a bad day at work or things are getting you down in terms of home or whatever, then just going outside into the fresh air and going for a run can be the best tonic. For me, it's just putting things into perspective. I'm aware that your mind can play tricks on you and can often make a mountain out of a molehill. Also, running forces your body to exert energy and hormones. Even just do maybe, I don't know, a little bit of running and walking, maybe running for a minute, then walking for a minute, that kind of thing. I'm assuming that you're that you're already good to go from the doctor, then why not take it up? Also, the other thing is, is that we do the sort of running, we do live quite a sort of sedentary existence these days. Being sedentary, you're not moving. So it means that you're kind of just either sitting down or just watching the TV. So I know it's obvious thing to say, but you're just not moving. And then we as humans are designed for moving around. So the fact that you're moving, I think, can only benefit your general well-being. And obviously running is about moving. The other main benefit is that it's great for your heart and lungs. By raising your heart rate and getting those lungs to work helps to improve your cardiovascular system. Now, you don't have to be busting a gut. If you, ha- if you, if you have a, a, a heart rate monitor, it can always give you some indication as to um, where you're at in terms of your heart rate levels. Talking about heart rate monitors, they do have quite a few uh, benefits. You can see in real time as to how your heart is uh, reacting to your level of exertion. Also, it's a great way of monitoring your progress. So, for instance, if you run two kilometers in, let's say, 20 minutes and your average heart rate is X, then maybe after some training, you run the same distance in 18 minutes and your heart rate is less than X and is Y. Then you see how you're progressing more on the heart, more on heart rate in later episodes. Then then there's the endorphin rush at the end of your run. I know that some surfers are searching for an elusive, perfect wave and they'll go out to the search for the ends of the earth to search for that wave. For me, it was about searching for the perfect run. There are times, be it a short or long run, I feel a real high, an endorphin rush, endorphin rush again, plus a feeling that maybe that I could go on for longer. Setting goals. I have a running program which I which is through the Runkeeper app. More on that later. And then then within that program I do maybe two or three kilometers for a run. For example, in the program it tells me to do three kilometers relaxed runs. So already in my mind I'm setting the pace and the distance. Whatever tech that you might have, either phone or watch, this will tell you if you're going over or under a pace. So you're already thinking about other things when you're doing the run and it will kind of take take away take your mind off the effort of doing the run so it's becoming more of a a mental exercise as well sleep and lastly but not least this is what helps you with your sleep i find that sometimes when i go home from work it's easy to just sit on the couch watch the tv and then suddenly before you know it you're in kind of having a quick nap 
then later in the evening when you're supposed to go to sleep, you can't. I heard a really good quote the other day, and forgive me, but I just can't remember who said it. It was having a good sleep is like investing in tomorrow. It means you're having more energy and feel sharper. So by making myself getting my kit on and my running shoes, then going out the door re-energizes my body. Do that. Run, do the exercise and go outside. And then you find that it kind of gives you a second wind for later in the evening and you have a, a, a really good night's sleep. You know, maybe you may be worrying about certain things, but hopefully running will help alleviate some of the stresses that you may have from the day to day. The other thing I'll be covering through the podcast will be about the technology that we have with us. There's so much that is available now in terms of watches, your phone, that is giving you so much data about what you're doing in terms of running. And hopefully this will help get you motivated in going for a run. We've come a long way from taking a stopwatch and guessing how far we run. I remember going out on my bike and measuring the distance first with an odometer. Now, no GPS in those days. Now having a GPS on our devices is a given. I'll also help explain what data means on all these devices. I don't think technology companies are very good at explaining what it all means, how this is going to benefit me in terms of my running. I use an Apple Watch and apologies for those who are using Garmin's or any other types of watches or whatever, but I'm sure that they're very much the same type of technology as the Apple Watch. So I mean, like, for instance, I look at the last run I did, which was yesterday, and I did a five mile run, which was my long run uh, for the week. And looking at my Apple Watch now, if you could just bear with me, then it gives me so much information, data for the splits per kilometre, my heart rate, total calories, distance, my cadence, my strides per minute, power, ground contact time vertical oscillation, stride length. What does all this mean? So it's given me, what's this thing called vertical oscillation? Apparently my vertical oscillation is 9.5 centimetres. My ground contact time, which is 295 milliseconds. Oh, my stride length, that, I don't know what what that means. They're all kind of, you know, all this data comes all together. Um, and it's supposed to, give me some indication as to how I can become a better runner. Because, you know, you you look at the state and you think, fantastic, great. This is something that maybe I could use and help make me a a better runner. But will will it really help my technique? I'll look into whys and and wherefores in the coming weeks. And I hope that will demystify these terms and, and make you a better runner, or at least have a better understanding on what you want to achieve when you weren't going out for your next run. And hopefully you'll take the monotony out of doing the exercise. As I may have mentioned, I'm currently doing a 12-week 10K running program. The program is called is called Runkeeper, uh, and I'll provide a, a link in the show notes. I may take this opportunity to say that they are not a sponsor of the show. I've had this app for many years and was probably one of the first dedicated running apps to be on the iPhone, apart from Nike. I tend to repeat this running program every so often, and it's really good for me because it fits into my current lifestyle. Finish work at 4.30 and get home before 5, and by 5.10 I'm out the door, out the door on my run. 
Before you start the program, it will ask you how often you want to run, how long you want to do the program, have you run recently, what time do you want to achieve for a 10K run, I'm doing a 10K program. And the algorithm will churn out a week-by-week running schedule. For me, I wanted to run three times during the week and then once at the weekend. So I'd run on the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then Saturday. My target time for 10K would be an hour and six minutes. It starts off very slowly with short runs just to get you used to the frequency and intensity of each run. The key thing here is to take it easy and listen to your body. You may experience some other after effects, for instance, cramping or muscle soreness, but don't be alarmed as your body gets used to the length and intensity of running. Plus, it's important to have a rest day between each run. My program is split into periods. The technical term for this is periodization training. Periodization training, as has been um, uh, uh Uh, definition of it is basically a deliberate manipulation of training variables to optimize performance for for competition preventing overtraining and progress performance variable adjustments in duration load and volume are planned out over the specific period of time to achieve these objectives for athletes the goal is to mix up load variables training intensity and volume at different times of the year to allow the athlete to peak at certain times. These period times usually coincide with competitions. Periodization has been applied to the resistance and strength activities like powerlifting and Olympic weightlifting, as well as endurance associated activities like running and cycling. So um, basically what it is, is that it kind of breaks down your training into little chunks. So, for instance, the running run keeper app that I have, it starts with a preconditioning um, phase, which is basically the foundation for longer, harder workouts. Then there's a getting faster phase. The phase two is about increasing your VO2 max. More of that later in, in the subsequent episode and other episodes. Then going farther, which is focusing on tempo workout, which is designed to increase your lactic threshold. Again, more on that later. And then fine tuning. So this will be right at the end of the program, maybe a few weeks, just fine tuning, decreasing the weekly distance, and then a mixture of aerobic and anaerobic speed sessions. Now I've used a lot of buzzwords in there. I will endeavor to explain what these means, what these mean throughout my journey. Now, I hope I've given you a flavour of what this podcast is all about. Tell your friends about the podcast and my show notes are available at a website which I will get up and running for you very soon. But I am on Twitter at Brian's Rompod. Finally, I do have a tip of the week. Before you go for your run, check out the tech you're using. I know it's obvious, however, I have come unstuck a couple of times when I've pressed the stop button in the middle of an interval session and when I should have pressed pause. Or how to turn the music off, or pause, or change the playlist. 
when you're running, it's easy to get confused when you're so focused on your running and your training. So before you go out running, just take stock of whatever tech you've got on, be it watch or iPhone, and then just making sure that you know how to pause things, turn things off, and then because you want to collect all this data so it will help you progress and help you make and make you uh, into a better runner. So all I want to say is um, thanks for listening. Um, and hopefully in the coming weeks, I'll uh, give you a little bit more insight into my journey uh, with my running. And hopefully it's something that uh, you'll want, still want to keep listening to. So anyway, thanks for listening to Brian's Rompod and I hope to see you in the coming, hope to speak to you in the coming weeks. Thank you.